Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Understory Podcast. We're at our last episode of our first season, and、uh, we're actually really excited about our guest today. Our guest today is Jen Singh, who is the co-founder of Understory. And、uh, Jen, welcome to the podcast that you know you started, and where you have interviewed many founders and innovators. To start off with the first question, tell us what is Understory? What is it focusing on? Well, thank you for having me, and thanks to all the listeners who have been following along on this season.、Um, we've really enjoyed the fact that you've been joining us to hear all the stories of the innovators who are doing great work in sustainability.、Uh, for those of you who haven't seen the story of who Understory is, we are a global platform, even beyond this podcast. That helps organizations use technology and innovation to make our world more sustainable. So the origin of Understory really started at the beginning of 2020.、Uh, we, our co-founders, saw that sustainability was really at a tipping point in the industry. Clim- the climate crisis and climate change has really been top of mind across the world, whether it's been within governments, nonprofits. And as we started in the beginning of the year, it was really filtering into many other conversations as well. Corporations and other organizations were starting to say, "This is our responsibility too, right? There's massive change that needs to happen across the world, and we really need to to stand up and do our part. It's not only the right thing to do." But businesses are really realizing that it's also mission critical for their business.、Um, but what what we saw at Understory was that in order for for organizations to succeed and really make this transition and meet their goals around sustainability and climate change, really big transformation needs to happen. Um, my background before Understory was I worked in. Corporate innovation and digital digital transformation, and went through the last decade of change across a variety of industries. And what I'm seeing now are very similar parallels in sustainability. Massive transformation needs to happen in the next decade in order for organizations to become sustainable. So our goal at Understory is to help pull those resources. Into the forefront, help corporations and other organizations to make sure that they have the resources, access to technology, and really help shift the mindsets of various employees and leaders across their organizations. So, Understory is here. We have our podcast, but we also offer other educational training, events, and other resources to make sustainability. Accessible, practical, and actionable, because it's those things that are really going to make the difference、uh, in transforming the way that the world works. Thanks, Jen, for sharing that introduction. I I think it's、uh, very inspirational and a different perspective. I think you talked about not just one thing, but a holistic set of things like technology mindset.、Uh, And processes、uh, to really enable organizations to、um, 
do something actionable, as you say,、uh, in sustainability. So part of the things that you do is the the podcast, which、um, I you know I found it really fascinating. Um, you talk to founders and innovators in the space, and、uh, a number of them、uh, this year, and around the world, actually. So, what did you learn from these founders and the innovator conversations? Well, I've been really inspired by, by their stories. I mean, first of all, I think it's a testament to the fact that there's already a lot of transformation happening in the industry. These businesses, these founders, these innovators have been at this challenge for a very long time in some some instances, and now there's they're really seeing、uh, galvanization and a lot more support behind their efforts, which is bringing many more of these activities to the forefront. But I think the moral or the big lesson learned from all the conversations is that all these businesses are trying to do good, but at the same time they're also successful businesses. And I think in the past there's always been this、um, perception that by doing good you might be sacrificing business interests, you know, maybe give up profits, or it's it's more of a Uh, generosity、um, aspect of doing good, but what these businesses and these founders are showing us is that you can actually be successful businesses as well. You can earn profits and make money while doing good at the same time. So I, I think that's been very rewarding to see because it's a great example for others who are maybe thinking about making the pivot and becoming more sustainable.、Um, At the same time, I think some of our our innovators have highlighted, you know, that it's challenging. A lot of these are smaller businesses, and they're doing new things, novel things that are innovative. They're different, and so with that often comes, you know, different hurdles that they've had to overcome. I think one theme that we've heard across some of the businesses is that consumer education, whether it's An individual consumer or a business-to-business、um, consumer, they're still trying to grasp, you know, some of these new business models, some of the new inputs that、um, some of our founders are making, and there will still need to be a lot more education for the industry to completely transform. But on the flip side, we're seeing you know jobs being created, new opportunities, and I think one of the things that we're going to see in the next decade is you know a lot more、um, business and、um, job titles and positions are going to be invented that don't even exist today, and I think that's very exciting. Yeah, I think that's a that's a great point, and、uh, you know, in fact, we already start seeing some new titles、uh, coming out、uh, for people who need to focus on this for both small and large organizations. One of the things that you have been written by,、uh, writing about,、uh, both on、uh, the industry website and and broadly, is about circularity, and、um, it's.、Uh, It's a lot more uh, prominent uh, topic now, but、um, for people who are just learning about circularity or circular economy, what are the important things that you think need to be pointed out 
for uh, for individuals and for organizations? Yeah, so circularity was one of the original topics that we tried to tackle at Understory. Uh, as founders, we are really drawn to the topic because it's not as well known across the industry. I think over this year in particular, there's been a lot more attention um, on the topic, but it really still is pretty nascent. Um, a lot of people might know some of the terms that are associated with circularity, whether it's the sharing economy or the circular economy, um, upcycling, but a lot of people don't really know how it all fits together. And so what we found in a lot of our research and talking to different innovators in the space is that circularity is really about a, a mind shift change. And it's really about changing the way that we work. Um, if you think about the traditional industrial model of business, it starts with producing some sort of good, um, we consume it, and then we throw it away. And that waste that's generated from this process has been what's created uh, in large part the climate crisis that we're facing today. So in order to really alleviate a lot of the problems with waste, with emissions, um, and all the, the challenges that we're facing around a loss of natural resources, circularity has come to the forefront as a model of business that can really help sustain the environment and reduce it, the consequences from the industrial way of working. So it's about designing out waste, preserving that which we create. And then finally, once we do need to discard something, rather than throw it away, we look at the impact the the components and see what we can regenerate and really think about it in a cyclical nature which is why we call it a circular model um so uh, you know some of the things that i really see happening in this space um going forward is we're going to see much more focus on the sharing economy i think you know things like uber and lyft and Airbnb have helped consumers un better understand and embrace what a sharing economy and what sharing businesses can look like. But we're also seeing the rise, seeing that type of model perpetuate into other industries as well. So for example, there's um, fashion retail platforms like ThreadUp that really gained a lot of prominence and, and and really propelled their business over the past year. Um, we see more sharing of industrial resources or electronics. And I think this is gonna be um, much more popular as we move forward. And so I think the big takeaway is that, you know, consumers should, or corporations and other organizations should really be thinking about this new business model because not only does it reduce risk, but it also creates new opportunities. And so one piece of advice is that any new businesses, if you're looking to start something new or you're just getting started, you know, really consider being a circular first business 
start with that business model and use that as a way to, to run your business. But for other existing organizations, I think circularity could be a little overwhelming, right? It's a complete yeah. transformation of the way that you work. So it really requires thinking about it in a practical way, really thinking through what little things can you start with in order to incorporate a circular approach? How can you iterate over time and really work your way into the larger circular business model? That's a great explanation. And, um, you know, related to circularity, um, kind of related to circularity, which is a big topic, there is also the topic of ESG, um, which is environmental, social, and governance. And you recently did a webinar on ESG and a white paper on ESG, really explaining what is ESG, what are reporting frameworks for ESG. Why do you think ESG is coming to the fore for corporations and uh, how should people think about it as they head into the new year? Well, at Understory, we started following a lot of the news that was happening over the course of this year. And every single week, there seemed to be a new company that was issuing a sustainability report and putting out all their disclosures, as well as their net zero goals for um, the future. And when did they expect to become net zero and how are they going to get there? And there were these great reports that followed ESG disclosure frameworks or, or different models. So we've seen this really come to the forefront this year for a couple different reasons. I think, again, there's a lot of um, focus on the topic, um, but at this, not only from the companies themselves, but they've also been getting a lot of push from their investors. Um, global asset management firms that are requiring these types of disclosures, and then also now regulators, especially outside of the U.S. Um, there's a huge focus on putting these types of financial disclosures into financial statements for public companies, and um, we'll likely start to see some of that in the United States going forward as well. Uh, I think I recently saw a statistic that 90% of the S&P 500 public companies have issued sustainability reports in the past year. Wow. So it's definitely gaining steam. Um, but the challenge and the reason why that we wanted to shed a bit of light on this topic is that, again, it's still very early days in terms of where the industry is in terms of um, creating standards around what these disclosures should look like. Yeah. And, you know, what are the requirements that you need to be telling folks outside of your organization? And that's created some confusion and lack of comparability in the market. And so with that, with that um, lack of transparency, I think it's important to make sure that organizations understand uh, what is required right now and what are some of the best practices that they can employ in order to um, create the right processes as well as disclosures going forward. That's really helpful perspective to, to know that there isn't a common standard, uh, but different frameworks and 
Um, I, I think you're right uh, that there is um, a, a lot of opportunity uh, and challenges for organizations um, on, on this front as they um, continue to uh, uh, make robust uh, disclosure around ESG. So with all those things, Jen, um, what's next for Understory? Well, we are really excited about 2021. Um, We have been rapidly expanding our platform over the course of the past year, and we really see that continuing to move forward into the next year. We're going to be accelerating our content production. Um, We continue to see a real need to make sure that there are accessible resources to help folks in various types of organizations and in various positions better understand what it means to be a sustainable organization and how do you apply it to your business. And so we'll continue to be issuing those resources um, next year. We're also about creating connections. So we're going to continue hosting events. We host a, a monthly event called Understory Connect. And this brings together folks from across the sustainability community. So we have founders, we have people from corporations, we have academics, we have investors. And the goal is to really bridge relationships and bring people together who might not ordinarily connect. We're helping small businesses find customers and partners. We're helping investors find their next opportunity. So we're going to continue those events going forward. And of course, we'll continue to bring um, another crop of great founders um, and various innovators to come talk on the Understory podcast and share their perspective about what's happening in the industry. So I, I want to invite all of our listeners to follow along with us. Um, you can find us at our website, which is www.theunderstory.io. We're also very active on social media. We have a weekly newsletter that you can sign up for. And of course, if you're a fan of our podcast, we invite you to share it with a friend. Jen, thank you so much for sharing what you're creating. And uh, it's really exciting. And uh, we're checking with you next year as you roll out um, additional resources and uh, be a key player in pushing our world to a more sustainable. Thank you.